Hi, this is Pastor Nelson Mercado. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast from the Nashville First Seventh-day Adventist Church. I hope you are blessed by today's message. Will you pray with me? Thank you, Father, for that love. Because of that love, you gave all that you had, the best that you had to save us. Today, we commemorate that yet again. We pray that you will speak to us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. So when I was a child, I watched this, um, this program on TV. I know some of you are not going to deny that you saw this program, Batman. How many of you saw Batman when you were growing up in the 70s? Yeah. I watched that program. Now it's kind of cheesy, isn't it? But, you know, it's part of my childhood. And, uh, you know, about, part of Batman, if you remember, uh, the iconic villains in Batman, right? The you know, Penguin and the Joker, uh, Catwoman, there was a bunch of others. But the one, that, the one that was most annoying to me was the Riddler. You remember the Riddler? Had that, you know, crazy, weird laugh. And, of course, he was called the Riddler because, you know, he had riddles, right? He, he would tell Batman a riddle to see if Batman could resolve it and, you know, find out what he was going to do. A riddle. How many of you like riddles? you like riddles? Deciphering riddles? Well, a riddle is defined as a mystifying, misleading, or puzzling question posed as a problem to be solved or guessed. I must admit, I'm not too good in resol- uh, you know, deciphering riddles. My son over there, he, he, he makes fun of me because of that. Um, but, you know, it's fun to spend time listening. I wonder what he means by that. Any of you, um, besides my son, because he'll, he'll raise his hand, I'm sure. Any of you good at resolving riddles? Over there, Brooks, I'm, I'm going to take your word for this. I'm going to share a riddle with you and see if you can decipher what I'm talking about. Oh, see, now you're shaking your hand, your, your head. No, you, 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 you put your, you know, you raise your hand, so now you're committed. It's not too difficult, but let's see if you can decipher it. What am I? I kept him steady and others away. I kept them safe and showed the way. Once thrown down upon the ground, I came alive with a hissing sound. I hit the rock as he was told, and that was when the waters flowed. What am I? Okay, all right. See, that wasn't too difficult, right? Uh, there's a bunch more. I mean, you could probably look this up. You know, biblical riddles, are, they're fun. They're fun. Well, when the, when, in, in his ministry, Jesus also gave the disciples a riddle. A riddle. And, I, and let's open our Bibles to it. It's found in the book of Mark, chapter 8, verses 18 through 21. Our scripture reading is verse 18. But Mark, chapter 8, verses 18 through 21. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Mark chapter 8, verses 18 through 21. The Bible says, Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets full of fragments did you take up? They said to him, Twelve. Also, when I broke the seven for the 4,000, how many large baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said, seven. So he said to them, how is it that you do not understand? 
You know, I, I often think about Jesus when he, you know, as he related to his disciples and how often maybe uh, perhaps irritated he was with them that they didn't get it. Matter of fact, this week I was listening to um, uh, Doug Bachelor, his program, Bible Answers Live. You know, he has that radio program and he was answering a question sort of related to that. And, and he made a comment on that. You know, Jesus often was in that position when he's trying to, to, to teach his disciples something, they just didn't get it. He wanted him to understand something, and he poses this riddle. Now, Jesus uh, uh, did two miracles that involved the multiplication of food, and, and the stories of these miracles are found on all four of the Gospels. In Mark chapter 6, verses six, uh, 30 through 44, we read that Jesus fed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. Then in Mark chapter 8, verses 1 through 10, he fed 4,000 people with seven loaves of bread and a few fish. And in both cases, we know that there's food left over. But I want to point out that while both feedings have fish in them, fish were part of the multiplication of the food, the emphasis seems to be on the bread. The bread is the emphasis. Now, between these two events, between the feeding of the 5,000 and the feeding of the 4,000, uh, uh, Jesus walks on the sea. He heals six pe the sick people who simply touched him, healed the, the daughter of the Syrophoenician woman, and healed the deaf and mute man. And the disciples were there for all of it. They saw all of it. Now, not only Jesus could heal the sick, but he also can multiply food. Now, you think about this, when we read John's account of this, we, we seem to get the idea that, that people, well, people were thinking, you know, who better to be our king than this guy that can take us to war, and if our, our soldiers are injured, he can heal them, and he could feed the multitudes. We need to take him by force, and we read, in fact, in John 6, 15, therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain, because this is what they were thinking. But what about the riddle? What about this bread riddle? What was Jesus trying to communicate to his disciples? What is it that he wanted them to understand? And, you know, there's a connection between these two stories, some similarities and some differences between the two stories. However, there's one thing that Jesus does in both feedings, the feeding of the 5,000 and the feeding of the 4,000, that he wanted his disciples to think about to make a connection. If you go to Mark chapter 6, verse 41... Mark 6:41 here is a feeding of the 5000 and when he had taken five loaves and two fish he looked up to heaven blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before them and the two fish he divided among them all that's the feeding of the 5000 now and the feeding of the 4000 two chapters later in chapter 8 verse 6 it says, so he, so he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before them, and they set them before the multitude. Notice again that the emphasis on the story is on the bread. But now, when, when you read about what Jesus did at that moment, does that remind you of something else that happened much, uh, a little later? Of something that he did. He used the same words. 
Toward the end of the Gospel of Mark, this full mystery of the bread riddle is revealed because the same verbs are used. Notice Mark 14. Go to Mark 14, verse 22. Mark 14, verse 22. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body. When did this, when did this take place? This was the Last Supper, right? The Last Supper. Here, Jesus revealed the fact that he would die for all. He wanted the, the disciples to think about those two stories, those two narratives, because the bread symbolized something. What did the bread symbolize? It bred his body. The bread was him. In fact, we read in, in, in John 6, 48, that Jesus is the bread of life. And, and what happened in these two stories, the bread was given to everybody. The bread was sufficient for all. The bread was enough for Jews and non-Jews. Jesus wanted them to make the connection that he is that bread. The bread to save us, the bread that gives us life. In fact, when, when we look in Scripture uh, throughout the Old Testament, uh, we see this, this theme of Jesus being the bread. If you think about uh, the manna that fell from heaven, right? God fed his people. God gave life to his people with bread. And that bread was a symbol of our Savior to come. Jesus is that bread. Jesus was symbolized by that bread. And in the same way, he is the bread that gives us life. He is the bread that gives us life. So the answer to this riddle, the answer to this, don't you understand? I am the bread. I am giving myself for you. I am going to bring you life. And, and the life is not just for you, it's for everyone. Jesus, the bread of life. But now there's, there's a few lessons that I, uh, from both of these feedings that I'd like to, to share that are worth mentioning. Number one, the disciples of the Lord, you and I, should never doubt God's power to supply our needs. See, if, God, if Jesus can feed 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish, he can certainly meet any and all of our needs. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto you. So what are you needing today? What are you stressing about God has the power to supply all your needs. Number two, you think about the, uh, what Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then she, the end shall come. And sometimes we wonder, well, how will the world ever be evangelized? Well, we see it here. Jesus said to the disciples, you give them something to eat. It is our task to give the people the bread of life. God has entrusted that truth to us. And you know, when we dedicate to God whatever little we have, you know, sometimes you think, well, you know, I don't have much to give. I, 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 I don't have as much gifts as my brother or sister. I, I only have this one thing and it's not much. I, I'm not going to do anything. But whatever you dedicate to God, he will multiply it. And he will accomplish his task of feeding the world. Number three, he blessed and broke the loaves and the fish. Unblessed by him, they would have not availed. Unbroken, they would have not been sufficient. And so, you know, sometimes the other, the other side of the coin is that maybe we think we, we have it all figured out. Yeah, 
God needs me because I, I can do this, that, and the other, friends. But we need to be broken for Jesus. We need to be surrendered to him. We need to acknowledge our need of him for us, for him to use us. Number four, Jesus does not distribute the food himself. This goes back to the second one, how the world evangelized. Jesus didn't do it himself. He did it to his disciples. The disciples did it. And so it, it talks about the fact that we need to dedicate everything to that mission. You see, whatever it is we dedicate to him, he, again, will multiply. What, where, where, what are you dedicating your, 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 your income, your, your resources? When we dedicate our resources to God, when we make him the priority, when we make his mission the priority, friends, I believe that if we all did that, the gospel we go around the world in one generation. Amen. It talks about our own priorities. What are you? What is your priority? Number five, there was enough for all, right? There was enough for all. If believers today put everything, again, in the current necessity of the world, everybody will have the, the opportunity to listen to the gospel. Number six, the fragments that were left over, 12 baskets full, seven baskets full, were more than they started with. It tells us that God is a bountiful giver. He's a bountiful giver. And nothing was wasted. And number seven, one of the greatest miracles, think about this, one of the greatest miracles when we think about the story of Jesus in the gospels, the feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the 4,000, would have never happened if the disciples had stuck to their plan to rest. You think about this, you know, we living in, in, in troubled times, we know that Jesus is coming soon, and many of us still want to take a break and rest. And I think that, friends, we can miss the miracle that God wants to do in us and through us if we stick to our plan. But if we stick to his plan, if we stick to his plan to sharing the bread of life with others, we're going to see many miracles that God is going to do in and through us if we allow him to do it. Jesus is the bread of life. He is the answer, the answer to the bread riddle. He has given us life, and he expects us. He has given us what we need to share this bread with the world. Thanks for joining us. If you're ever in the Nashville area, come and visit us at the Nashville First Seventh-day Adventist Church. We're located at 2800 Blair Boulevard in Nashville, Tennessee. You may also visit us at nfsda.org.